Bum Podcast. Bum Podcast. Between you and me. Between you and me. All right. What are you looking for? I was just making sure I didn't have to um change nothing. Oh. Yes. I'm good. Are you good? Yes. I'm I'm great. So anyway, so uh back to back. We got guests in studio. That's back to back. That's back to back. Yeah. Two guests in a row. That's we on a roll. We talked about this. We talked we about said this. We was gonna do this. Yeah, we done did it. This was our new our new uh anniversary resolution. Right. <laughs> we talked about having uh uh we didn't say in studio, but we said Talking about having guests in general, back to back, yes. But so, this is a a special occasion. Yes, this is the uh, the Mother's Day edition. Mother's Day edition, and so for the second time, second yes. year in a row, we, we got Mama. We have the annual coming of of Mother. Yes, and so um, we invited Mother in studio today to talk about, I guess, um, Mother's Day. I guess I don't know y'all. You 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 have a. I can give the intro. All right, there you go. I'll give the intro. All right, so, you know, it's Mother's Day coming up in a couple days. And so it's only fitting that we will have, I guess, our shared mother. That makes sense. And my mama. (laughs) (laughs) Feels like it. Oh. Oh. Shots fired. Some days. But my mother. Um, and I thought it would be interesting to talk about, uh, we spent a lot of time talking about our dynamic as father-son. We've talked about the, I guess, kind of the year in review uh, from father-son standpoint. And so I just thought it would be interesting, um, for one, just to talk about what it's been like with me being home from her perspective, as well as maybe even her perspective on what, what's, mother lo- what's motherhood looking like these days. My. I guess is how I put it. So that, that that's kind of what it, I wanted to get into for Mother's Day. I don't know if um, our guests will have anything to say. Speaking of which, we have a guest. My mama in the building. Say hello, mama. How you doing? Hello, mama. How mm. you doing? Mm. And she good. Mm. <laughs> Came ready. What's up, family? Yes, that's mama. Mama Brown in the building. So, yeah. That's that's basically what I want to do. Is there anything else you want to do? Anything you want to talk about in particular? Are we just gonna let it ride? Oh, we just gonna let it ride because um, you know, this is all due to me. Uh, I've yeah. only done it one time. Y'all only let me come in the uh in the in the onto the podcast once a year. Yeah, well, it's maybe like a privilege. It's like a privilege. Maybe so. it'll change. We talking about getting more guests. Maybe we'll get you in on some other stuff too. I don't know. But yes, I guess we can start it off with um. With that question, how okay. has this year with me back been? What's that dynamic been like, I guess, is what the question is. So, uh, ooh, 2020. It's crazy. It was crazy. It was a crazy year. It was um, T goes off, back off school, and everything was looking good. And then all of a sudden... All of a sudden, he is back in the house. And, um, you know, for a minute, I thought it was going to be awkward, weird, you know, having two men in the house, sometimes men butt heads. Um, I think they might have. Yeah, yeah, you might have butt head for a little while. while. Keep playing. There was a little bit of butting of heads. Yeah, just a little bit, though. So, um, you know, I think once everybody settled down and we, we found our rhythm, 
mm-hmm. got back into some routine. It was um it was it was pretty light work. I think it was pretty light work. So it's been really good having you home. It's been um great learning from you. I mean, you just bring a, a totally new perspective and calm to the household. And I appreciate that. So, um, if you know, if if you guys can't tell out there, um, you know, Daddy Brown over here is always hype. (laughs) (laughs) He's the, you know, he's the booming voice, the loud one in the family. He keeps everything uh, shaking and and moving. And um, he just brings this calmness to everything. He's just such a chill person. And um, and I'm such an emotional person, so I kind of need that calm, that chill, and you just bring me down to the proper level, and I appreciate that. So it's been really good for me having you home. Mm-hmm. That um, one thing that I thought was interesting was how you said I was like I was home for a little bit, I was gone, and then out of nowhere, I just kind of ended up back. And that's even something we talked about uh, a little bit in the past was that. I hadn't really been home like that yeah. for a while before this. And then everything just kind of, I went from not being home longer than like two, two three, weeks. four yeah. weeks to I've been home consistently now. And it's been a year, almost a year and a half. Right. And, and, and I have to admit, you know, it was, it was, it was finally, I was finally getting used to you actually being gone because it takes a little while. I don't know about other mothers, but it takes a little while for you to get used to your, your, your child going off into the world and, you know, off into college and all of that. So it takes a little bit of time to get used to that. And so I think I was finally settling into that empty nesting Mm-hmm. Um, everything was, you know, looking good. I wasn't worrying quite as much as I had been. And, and then all of a sudden you were back. Yeah. 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 So then I'm, I'm a little bit worried about how it's going to look when you get ready to leave. I feel like I'm gonna have to start that process all over again. But as for right now, I'm still happy about, you know, you being around. Um, I don't, you have a question from there? I was just, I'm, I'm just sitting back and marveling and, you know, letting y'all have y'all, y'all, y'all moment. But, um, what, I, I guess what would be a easy transition at this point? Because again, we were, we were all geared up for, um, the get out date. And we talked about the get out date a, a bit. We were all geared up for the get out date. Everybody knew that at 18, something was going to happen. And then you're right. You were gone and, 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 um, I think our relationship still stayed strong, but you were gone. And I mean, it was, for me, not for your mother, but for me, it was out of sight, out of mind. And so as long as you were gone, you did your thing and it was cool. And the most I had to worry about was her worrying about you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so um, <clears throat> and when you came back, I mean, it, it, the dynamic was a little different, but we had just come off of a boy's trip. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, we had some. We had a meeting of the minds, and then you launched out. Um, but then, when you came back, it was like, wham! I mean, even when you came back, we didn't expect it to be as long as it was, and it not expecting to be as long as it was. It was like always sitting on maybe tomorrow he's going back, right. maybe tomorrow right. he's going back, right. and so 
that maybe tomorrow, you know how it is, like, it's um, after a while, the feeling just goes away. It's like, well, maybe he ain't never going back. Well, I mean, you know, but right. we knew you were going back, but I'm just saying, you know, it's like, well, shoot, man, it's just like, because most schools, um, their students, you know, went back on campus or That's whatever, what you know what I'm saying? And so, as far as your school's concerned, y- y'all didn't even go back on campus. And right. so... I was just going to say, because even with that whole process, you're talking about maybe he'll be going back. Because when I first came back, I was only supposed to be back for like a few three weeks, weeks maybe. Yeah, right, a right, few weeks. Right. And yep. then I, we ended up staying for the rest of that semester. I was supposed to go back in like August. Yep. And then that didn't happen. And then January. January. Then January, still back. And so. Right. So, so now it's almost like, it's almost like you're getting ready to leave home again for the first time. Um, but there's been no transition to it. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, again, I mean, we've been knowing your whole life at 18 this moment was coming. Right. But this time we didn't. And it's so. Like uncharted territory. Yeah, it's like uncharted territory. And so, I mean, as, from a mother's perspective, I mean, what do you think can be done? Or is there anything that can be done to smooth that transition? And even, see, I'm going to give you, I'm going to throw a softball now, a uh, wiffle ball. So, how can your son help you to transition now? Um, because I know that, like, I mean, communication was crazy the first time around. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you got to call him and then text him to let you know that you called him and then send an email to let him know that you text him. To call. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Right, and so, right, right. I mean, this is a perfect opportunity as he commemorates Mother's Day mm-hmm. uh, for you to type in a neat bow how you would like for this, this I guess, this next phase of his life to transition well well listen i have a couple things to say the first thing is t i want you to know your dad he continues to say um he all he had to worry about was me worrying about you but that ain't true because i remember coming home a day from work and he was sitting in the car like i'm going down to ct you going if you're going you better get in the car right now so Right, right. But he he doesn't really talk about those moments where he's missing you so much and he feel like he need to be there with you that he has to, he jumps right on in the car and he he'd even leave me. So, okay, I'm just saying. So, I might have um, been going to snatch that head. <laughs> <laughs> but um I just want you to know that yes. I mean, he loves you. He he says it's all me with the worrying and all of that, but yeah, it's a little bit him too. Um the second thing is you know, T can just keep doing what he's doing right before we got ready with the podcast. He was he was acting crazy with me. You know, he was um giving me those looks and saying, and saying stuff that I'm just like, right, oh, right before we get on the podcast, you're going to act like that. You're going to, you know, treat me like that. But basically, T's grown up. He's really grown up and um, he's matured so much. And I think just seeing the growth uh, that he's had, just seeing... The transition, I think as mothers, as we watch our kids grow and mature and handle things, um, you know, where it used to be a time where we would have to step in, step in and handle it for them. And now seeing you do that, it just makes, I think, the transition easier. So I even feel like at this point, you're mentoring me in a lot of in a lot of ways. So, you know, I feel like you're the person that I'm coming to to ask questions and things like that. So, I mean, I really think the transition won't be as bad. Now, don't 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 get it twisted. I'm still going to worry. I'm still mom. But 
I think just seeing that maturity, you know, as our as our kids take on responsibility and do things and and show that you can really handle the things that's being thrown at you, um, it kind of helps with that transition. And so you were off and you were doing, you know, you were doing your thing on your own. Um, and then you came back home for a little bit. But I saw that you've done your thing on your own, you know. You might have dropped a few balls here and there, but I think you still, you know, you still did good. So. It's funny because I was even going to ask you about that a little bit of, like, what has, how how is that transition the first time before I was leaving home when I was getting ready to turn 18 versus now what's kind of been different, even as far as what you see with me getting ready to go? You know, but uh, you kind of even answered that a little. Right. Well, I guess, you know, when when you turn 18 and actually you left home at 17. So but when you when you're, you know, graduating from high school, we have all of the anticipation of who you're going to be and what you're going to do. And, you know, and just hoping that you're not going to get caught up in some of the things that, you know, that other people get caught up in when they are um, off in college. So, you know, you, you kind of, you, you, you're hoping and praying and wondering when you're 17, 18 years old. Now you're past all of that. So I already know the person that you are. Not saying that, you know, things can't still trip you up, but the point is you've handled yourself well. And seeing um, when you get a chance to see your your son, when you get a chance to see your daughter and they're out there in the world and they're handling things well, um, you know, it just I think it makes that transition easier. Now, like I said, don't get it. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm still mom. I still worry about you just drive pulling out the driveway and going, you know, Thank to you. the store. Okay. Yeah, you so, was getting on me the other day. Right, right. So that's not gonna stop. But I don't know that that'll ever stop, honestly. So maybe, maybe we need some older moms to tell me when that's gonna stop. But as of right now, it 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 hasn't changed. But I also know that other situations, I think you can handle, and you you know you're mature. You are very, I mean, you're well-rounded, so. I didn't know I was coming in here for a love fest, man. I, I was coming here for a conversation. I threw a <laughs> wiffle ball, and like, she's straight up in denial. I'm glad she finally said she worried about you when you drive now, because it's like, and again, uh, I don't, I mean, I, I, I see you, and I see your maturity, and this is not Father's Day, so it's not my, I mean, I can't give you my father's, so I got to hold that one for Father's Day. I see your maturity. But I know that you're still going to be hit with a left and a right and maybe even an uppercut or two when you get out there. And those are things that, for me, I just think that I hope that our relationship has solidified itself in such a way that you can come back and talk to us about it so that we can still coach you through it. But I'm, I'm, I mean, my biggest thing was, again, and my question was, mm-hmm. oh, she went on her love fest. Okay. Like, communication. Like, what do you desire from him as far as communication is concerned so that he can help you ease your way into it? So, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you what I've learned about my son. So my son has been back in the house for over a year now. He don't answer his phone. And what I've learned about him is that he don't answer his phone. 
He ain't gonna email you back. He ain't gonna text you. Well, he will, but it might it might take a few hours. Might take a couple days. So, I mean, I, I think, think I got better. I think, um, <laughs> I, think I, got, I think I got better. You know, baby, I love you. Let uh, me see how many phone calls you missed from me today, and you ain't been nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that knows T, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, if you text him, if you call him, if you email him, it may take him a little bit of time to get back, but he is definitely getting better. Now, if it's about business, he own it. But, um, yeah, so what I'm learning is, you know, give him a minute to get back to you, and if you really want him, you got to, re- you got to reach out and touch him. So, you know, he's still kind of close to me. I might be able to jump in the car and ride to Hampton if I need to. Mm. But um, T, yes, it would be very good of you to text your mama from time to time. Yeah. Call me from time to time. An email to do. Whatever, you know, just drop me a line. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> good, good. Um, And then I had a different question. I don't know if you had another question. I don't know if you had anything. You have a question to ask me or anything of that nature? How do you feel about just being back in the house and the dynamic of, you know, being back under your mom sort of thing? Because, you know, moms, we we ask a lot of questions. We, you know, tell, we got to keep telling you, you know, like, oh, don't forget this. Don't forget. I know you got it, but it's just a part. It's just our nature to remind you of things. So how has that dynamic been for you being, you know, older and more mature? You know, that's an interesting question because that was like the inverse of the question I was about to ask you, but uh, I can answer that question. Uh, So I'll say when going off the first time, um, I guess like there's this big, like internal push of, almost like manifest destiny. Like I'm going out, conquer the world to figure out how to do things for myself and all of that. And so when there's the, um, when there's the reminder of like, Oh, do this and make sure you're on top of that and make sure you keep this range, things like that. I feel like that got to me more then because I was so in a space of man, I'm trying to, I'm just, Oh, cold Turkey. I'm doing this myself kind of mindset. But in coming back and being home now and being in less of that space of, like, I guess understanding, which is something that we've kind of talked about in the past, was the difference between independence and interdependent. Mm, And so I was almost in such a, almost trying to be independent, but then understanding that, um, like, even the nature behind that, the reason behind those things, and that even in the times where I didn't like like it, that was necessary. And it was a good thing, something that I needed. Because I didn't like being reminded. And I would be begrudging to admit that. Well, actually, I did forget until she said something. <laughs> but um, And so now that type of thing doesn't really bother me um, in that type of way. I will say something else that I've figured out is um, when you do things, that people don't have to ask you to do them. Um, right. And so if I make sure that I kind of get something done or take something into account, or if I communicate about something 
then those kind of questions have to be asked because they're already answered. And so I think that's something that's gotten better this time Mm -hmm. uh, with me being back. Even just, I would say just communication in general between us. Right. Um, And a lot more of instead of you guys coming to me to see how I'm handling something, there's a little bit more. It's still not perfect, but a little bit more of like I'll tell you when something's going on and tell you what I'm thinking about and like, oh, this might end up looking like this, but it could look like that. And that type of thing. I think that's something that has become better, at least for our um, dynamic. I think that's um, mother, son, as well as father, son. Right. But just kind of being better about keeping you guys in a loop of what's going on with me. And I think that has that really made a difference in our, um, I guess, relationship, you know, since you've been back home, because that's one of the things. I think, you know, like father said, out of sight, out of mind um, for him, but that's never the case with me. So I'm always thinking on the things and thinking about, you know, what you said you wanted to do and, you know, ways for you to accomplish it and all of that. So when you communicate that you're already doing this and you're thinking about this and, you know, that actually helps me to say, okay, well, I don't have to remind him of this because he's already doing it. Um. So I think, yeah, you, it, it definitely has gotten better, the communication piece since you've been back home. And I just hope that you continue with that as, you know, when you go back out into the world and you don't, you're not back on that, oh, I'm just going to do everything myself and kind of keep it in, keep it tight to you and not actually share with us. So I think sharing with family is a big piece and probably one of the harder pieces that um that you've had to learn is just sharing with people and letting people in so yeah, yeah i still do that every day right on a daily basis yeah i'm not one to share at all <laughs> honestly i don't be trying to t- uh, say nothing yeah right yeah, right right so I, i've kind of been trying to work towards that direction um yeah, I've been trying to work towards that direction. It's it's still uh, a lot of times to go out of my way, do a thing, but just to try to be a little bit more friendly, you know. Ooh. I I try sometimes. <laughs> I think the biggest thing is, and I mean, um, you call it sharing, and you kind of touched on it as well when you talked about that whole independent, interdependent thing. Mm-hmm. Um, understanding that I mean, no man is an island entire of himself, of itself. No man is an island entire of itself. Um, and it's all about the fact that regardless of whether you think you're going to need assistance or regardless of whether you think somebody else is going to be involved in what you're doing, they are. Mm-hmm. And you put them at a disadvantage, or in this case, you put us at a disadvantage or your mother at a disadvantage when you try to, in your mind, contain it inside yourself. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, it's still going to include your mother or your mother's thoughts or your mother's feelings or your mother's wishes or your mother's interests or in some cases, your mother's money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so um, giving more options or more opportunity for um, advanced notice or advanced help is, is, is it really is optimal. It really is optimal um, because if not, then everybody's back up against the wall. Like you don't need everybody in your life to be on a critical path. Right. Like if you that, <laughs> that was even um, something too, because I mean, I have a knack of finding myself on the critical path sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do a lot to keep things self-contained. 
And what I've had to realize is that just because things are so contained for myself doesn't mean that people are still trying to figure out what's going on outside to make sure that things are okay. Because I'm a real, like, all right, the time is now. Buckle down. And so, and then I don't really show what things look like on the outside. And so other people can be on the outside trying to figure out information. Oh, what, what, like, is everything straight? Do I need to do something and that type of thing? And so, like, that sense of, like, trying to make sure things are handled doesn't go away for you guys. Right. And right. so, just because I'm trying to keep it self-contained, I feel like, okay, you know, I'm buckled down and handling it. It doesn't mean that takes away that for you guys. Right. So the communication does a better job saying, like, I'll co- I can communicate. This is what I'm going to do. Or I'm figuring it out. Things are okay. Right. I'm working on it. And so I think that's gotten Cause, better. Because I think one thing is, I mean, I, like you said, you like to handle it yourself. And I think you feel like, well, I don't want them to have to be involved. Or I don't want them to have to extend themselves. Or I don't want them to have to extend their resources. And here's the problem with that. The problem with that is we're still extending the same amount of energy. But we extend it because we're anticipating, well, something's going to go wrong. And when something goes wrong, we got to be prepared so we can't get caught flat-footed. Whereby if you have that, if you communicate up front, you know, this is what I'm going through, but I think I got it taken care of, that'll put us a little, at least a little more at ease. Other than that, we still exert the same amount of energy that we'd be exerting if we were just helping you out. And right. so, so right. That, that's important to know, especially, when you, especially on this next phase of your life. Because this next phase of your life um, is different than the last one. Mm-hmm. It's different than the last um, and I, I, I say it um, tongue in cheek, but like when you leave this time, it's like it. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't it. Like it's not even it. Like the same get out date. It because right. I remember when we first started talking about the get out date. I remember the time your mom had to remind me. Well, he still got to come home for summer, right? Right. right. <laughs> and I right. was like, and then I remember you said you wasn't coming home for summer, and and I, the truth is, for the first for a couple of summers, he barely came home. Right. So yeah, but it, but, it, but it was like, dang. I mean, dang. He, you're right. He does have to come home for summer. Well, guess what? I mean, this is your senior year. It ain't no more summer. Right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like this really you is. Don't get one more. No. You don't get one more summer? No. Just Goals one more to be summer? working by No, you better be working by the end. I mean, you know, but that's the thing. The thing is, like, like so right now, it really is that, that, um, that birth, man. You know, like, birth of a new beginning. You know, this, mm-hmm. this song, it's like that birth of a new beginning. And so, I mean, I'm glad that, that your mom and you, y'all had this opportunity to rebond um, and reshare. But it is really about understanding that right now you're about to be relaunched. And when you relaunch this time, you're relaunching not as the same person that relaunched before. And I mean, you're, you're, you're wiser, you're mature, I mean, you're older, all those things. But now you got a whole nother level of responsibility. Like even when you left home to go to um, school the first time, you had a car when you left, but you weren't taking the car with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, your insurance was covered by us. Those kinds of things. Now you got your own car, your own insurance, you know, all those things. Mm-hmm. And so... um. That even is things that are going to cause your mother and I to be like, man, I want to see going to be all right tonight. Like, your mom already talked about sending your kids is funny. Because <laughs> I'm joking because, I mean, I know you're trying to be on this whole new health care kick and you're talking about um, drinking uh, what kind almond of milk? milk. Um, almond, oh, yeah. almond water that they call milk. Almond milk. Um, you're on that whole almond milk kick. And I was like, man, you're going to go down there two months. That brother going to be back on cow milk. Cause he ain't gonna be able to afford almond milk, and she's talking. About, I'm gonna send my baby a package, a, 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 a package with some cornflakes and some almond milk every month. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like that's gonna always be there. As a matter of fact, it's funny. I talked to my mom today, right? And my mom was like, uh, "You know, what time y'all gonna do X, Y, Z? 
Um, but we're probably about, you know, about two. She's like, well, be careful. Because, I mean, that's my mom. You know right. what I'm saying? Because it's, and it's and always, and I'm old, yeah. And so it's always, it, it, it's never going to be a time that a mother, and this is for every everybody out here that's listening to this Mother's Day edition. That's there's right. never going to be a time that your mother is not going to worry about you and care about your well-being. And it don't matter how independent you are. It does not matter how much money you got. It doesn't matter what kind of job you got. It don't matter how many kids you got of your own. If your mother has been a mother to you, she's going to always feel that way. Always. And that's the one thing that I think um, we all have to remember is that it never changes for mothers. We, yes, our, our kids get older. Yes, they get mature and they go on and they're living life. But we still love them just like they're the, the, the babies that we birthed two days ago, two months ago, two years ago. It's always the same. And, um, and I, you know, I don't think that worry ever goes away. So, you know, reach out to your moms, be good to them, you know, let just communicate, stay, you know, keep, keep those lines of communication open. Don't let too much time pass away and invite your mom into your life on an everyday basis. Let them know what's going on with you. So I think that's, that's something that's really important. So, <laughs> so yes, T, you know, just, just, just invite me in and let me stay and I'll appreciate that. Uh, so you kind of, so I have something I want to ask you. Okay. And I have two ways of getting there and I'm actively trying to figure out which way I'm going to go. Um, but so you talked some about, I guess that. Like you, you still, that love is still like the love with a newborn child. Like that love still continues that type of um, worry or concern, I guess, and care continues. And one of the things that we talk about as far as like with me and my father, um, and honestly, fathers in general. That's you? That's nah. It's just like. No, I'm, no it is. <laughs> <laughs> It's just um the how the dynamic kind of changes a little bit. Is there any way that you've seen um our dynamic change or like the mother the the role of the mother, uh, at least for being my mother, has changed in any kind of way? Why are you shaking your head? I don't see. He's not talking to you. Oh, I will say I do have a um I do have an idea of an answer for myself. Wait. I want to know if you had one as well. So. So ask me that question again, make sure I understand. So I was just going to say, so a lot of times we talk about how the dynamic of um, fatherhood is kind of like you start off as the disciplinarian and it kind of goes to the coat. Is there any uh, parallel of that that you see in, um, in our relationship? I guess that's wow, the question. Wow. So you mean something other than you being my baby? I mean... So, so you're saying the role's supposed to uh, change from that? I mean, uh, yeah. okay. Um, let's see. What else have you? I don't know. I I mean, I have to admit, I definitely see the dynamic changing. Um, it does not change the way I feel about you. It does not change the way I love you. Um, 
So I, that's what makes that question difficult for me to answer because it, because for me it's such an emotion that's tied up in it. Um, but what I, what I can say is I now lean on you just as much as I think you lean on me, whereas it used to be the other way around. And I anticipate as I get older, I'm going to lean on you even more because I mean, you know, I'm figuring once you get that house on the side of the cliff, Mm. then I'm going to have my wing my own wing, so I'm figuring so there will be my room alone, my house alone, right? There, there is a time where I'll be leaning on you more. But I mean, I see that now because I come to you and ask your opinion on things. I ask, you know, um, you questions about stuff. You're my technical guy for my for my um, meditation. You you're taking care of a lot of things for me. So I kind of I definitely have seen that shift. Um, but the emotional side of it does not change. I, at least it has not changed for me. Which, this is a really interesting concept to me. Uh, it's, a, it's a road, an avenue that I haven't really um, gone down or, or dove into as far as thought-wise. Because I know we often talk about like that fatherhood dynamic and the way that that changes. But even like the idea, like does, I, I feel like it changes... Um, I guess the roles that we have or like the way that our roles look and your role as my mother looks has changed. But then I also feel like a lot of it is this consistency uh, piece, which is interesting because I'm not sure there could be things that um, ways that it's changed that we don't even really notice or haven't because I haven't really thought about it. So, but I will say the thing that when I was thinking about that question was I thought that you give me a pretty, um, I guess, like this stability um, in the form of <laughs> kind of like you was talking about the care and the love. Mm-hmm. But because as I've gotten older and I've seen new things and learned new things and my mindset has changed and things um, of that nature. I've kind of like the way I've seen it is that you you um like how, how do I say it? almost like you give me my humanity you keep my humanity in in a um stable place and so because especially with with me getting so into like the logical side of my brain and all that and you make sure that I'm still um connected as far as like the care and caring for others and the impact of others and things of mm-hmm, that nature mm-hmm. because it's easy for me to get into like, all right, is this, this is this, this is that. Black That's what I was logic for. You mean like, you just got to do this, I do that, worry about other things later. Mm-hmm. And I think you oftentimes are able to talk me down in a way, you're reel me <laughs> back in like, all right, but think about this as well. And so I think there's kind of been that interesting dynamic of, uh, I guess like the care and the love is still the same, but the way that it acts is sometimes different and f- works in a new way now. I can definitely see that because I, I mean, I recognize that just like your father is raising you five years ahead. I'm also in, in, in my eyes, I see you as you're going, you're becoming or you will become someone's husband. Mm-hmm. And I am prepping you now for that 
young crimson and cream woman that you're going to bring into our lives so that you'll know how to treat her good. So, I mean, there is an emotional piece and there are some other dynamics. So, yes, I mean, just like for my birthday, you took me out on a date. And that was like, I know that you know how to treat a woman. So that's special to me. And I can add that piece to your life. Um, Because, I mean, you know, I know I'm a woman. I know what women like. So I know how to, you know, show my son what he's supposed to offer to a woman. So, yeah, um, that I guess that can become a coaching moment. So no, you can't take the coach. Uh, <laughs> I can't take the coach role. No, you got to come I, up with your own terms. I don't want it. I don't want it, honestly. Um, but yeah, I, I can see that piece because, I mean, you're definitely a, a logical person. You have a strong mind. So, and a lot of times, I, I, when you were younger, the humanity piece stood out. Right. Now, as you're getting older, is 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 hidden a little bit more so i have to i do remind you of those pieces um so i'm i'm glad you did bring that out yes so i was thinking which i was even gonna say even because you you threw out them the words the stubborn the self and self-centered thing and um i feel like even with because this is such a period of trying to figure out um myself what i'm going to be doing next and things of that nature and I feel like you're a person that brings me back into um, community thinking mm-hmm. more than anybody else could. Right. And so I think that's a role that you definitely played uh, with me, especially with the year that I've been back. But yes, what were you going to say? I was going to say, and that, that, that was even interesting what you just said. But when I, well, I was thinking, it, I mean, it was a joke in my head, but now it, it may not be as funny. But I was thinking, like, she, like I just said, she was going to buy you almond milk. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she was always trying to nourish you with milk. You was born, she was nourishing with you with milk. And now you almost 21, she's still talking about nourishing you with milk. And so no, it ain't changed. That was what my thought was. And then even thinking about, I mean, she's trying to teach you how to play nice in the sandbox. Mm-hmm. The same way she tried to teach you when you were young about how do you how do you play with other kids. And so, and again, it's not that I don't think the roles have shifted. Um, it's just that. Before it was instructive, and this is, I just going from the whole disciplinary and the coach part. Before it was instructive, and now it's more um, restructive or more, um, you know, okay, we've seen you did this. Now let's sit down, let's talk about it, and let's talk about how it could be done better. Because before it was more, when you go out there, you don't do this and you don't do that. But now it's a matter of, even from a mother's perspective, looking at you and watching you trying to do it on your own. And then saying, okay, now that you've done that and you see what the return is on that, let's talk about how you might have come out with a better outcome. And so I, I, I do agree with that from, from that perspective. I don't know what you call that. It ain't a coach, you know, but um, <laughs> I'm just saying. So um, I'm an advisor. There you go. I'm an advisor. I'll there we go. I do that. I do that. I do that. That's a good one. Yeah. So, I mean, I, and, and, it's, it, it, and it's, it's, it's a give and take on both of your part, honestly. Um, because, again, she still does see you as her little boy. You know, mm-hmm. and um, and I don't know that that will ever change. I don't know that that will ever change. I don't know that ever has to change. Right. Honestly, um, that's the one thing I was gonna say. I think with the whole the change of our relationship, mm-hmm. talking about the whole disciplinarian to coach, I think even just the stability piece of that, knowing like 
almost like you say sometimes the love is still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so because throughout the way our relationship changed, I'll go through our periods of button heads or thing, and like just because our dynamic has changed so many ways over the years, just because mm-hmm. uh, the nature of seeing your son and you seeing yourself in me and our dynamic changed a lot of that. I think that stability that has been brought from my mother, from you was the glue is the glue yeah. really. Yeah. And so I, that, that was what was really interesting to me because I'm like, I don't know how much, like, I don't know how parallel that would be. And I don't necessarily think that's a problem. Either. Right. Right. I right. think, um, I think it's a good thing. And so, right, even just like that bringing back the advisor role, as you said it, I think that's um, really important. Um, yeah, I think that's really important. And even just speaking on how the, um, almost like you guys give me different perspectives of the, the role of becoming a man, uh, even as far as like handling business, because... I get to, I guess, almost practice in how to deal with other people um, like my mother and like how I taking you out on dates or helping you with things around the house or things of that nature. I get to see what, um, almost like what being a man of the house looks like. You get to offer me the perspective of what it looks like when I'm doing it and how it's been received versus me kind of seeing the model in my father. And so it's like, all right, I'm trying it. You could tell me, like, all right, on the practical side, this was looking like, and you get to tell me, like, how how do you look in that role? How you could tell me practice with that role and things of that nature. Right. And so I just think that was really interesting. I, and I'm gonna tell you some, some another dynamic that just just hit me as you were talking about that that I think is an overlooked thing because I know so so much, especially now you have so many single female head households. And we talked about this some more. I mean, talked about this, you know. More, we have talked about this in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, more so than looking at the mother trying to fill both the role of the mother and the father, what you just said was almost like, well, my dad just tried to give me some practical comp- you know, application and concept, but I can't tell you how it's received. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so your mother is on that side of it saying, well, I know your dad told you you need to cook a steak like this, or I know your dad told you you need to do this, but women don't like it like that. You know what I'm saying? And that's a that's a perspective that me as your father cannot give. And so again, it's a living laboratory. And then be, her being able to bring that perspective in is something that shapes that um, expectation, so that when you are bringing that crimson and cream home, you know what I'm saying? That y'all gonna double down on that? Yeah, we are. We gonna double down on that one. We double down <laughs> on that one right there. It'll make me go start Woo! anyway. Um, but yeah, and so so that that I think your mother brings to the table really well. It's that whole interpretation piece of what you're trying to get mm-hmm. um, based upon what you learn from me or learn that on your own or whatever. But you got a man's perspective and she's trying to tell you how that man's perspective can be interpreted. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, speaks as well to the women um, that are heading their household to do understand that you know, your male son, your your male child definitely needs both those perspectives and mm-hmm. understanding that if his father is not in his life, then, you know, finding an uncle or a cousin or, you know, just another male figure, a mentor that can add that practical side um, so that it's not such an emotional side. Um, that, that's, that's an important piece. So I am, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to be able to, to see 
you um, grow and even just even just the way you hold conversations, seeing you and your father grow over this past year, even just on the podcast. And that whole dynamic has been excellent for me to see. And that, that's some of the stuff that helps me to know that you're going to be fine when you leave the house. So just being able to see that. And I think mothers need to see that piece to understand that, yes, our, our boys are going to be great or our kids are going to be great when they leave home. So um, just having a male um, in your son's life, just just for them to be able to spar with, mm-hmm. um, just, you know, iron sharpening iron, that all of that dynamic helps. So, but then we are also there to be that advisor to not, it's you, even though emotionally you will always be my baby, you, you know, you, that's, that's my baby. That's <laughs> my tea. But I also have to realize that you still, you're, you're a grown man, you know? So, just being able to advise you and give you that peace and no longer treat you like a child or treat you like, um, you know, like a little boy, that makes a difference because you have to be responsible. And so you being responsible is, it's so funny because even when you took me on the date, I'm, I'm like, Oh, I wanted to give you some money, you know? And I'm <laughs> thinking, but you know, as a man, you need to do these things. And so, you know, not only that, but then, you know, you took me out shopping and it was like oh, that, you know, you just stepped up to the role and was like, I got that. And I'm just like, wow, OK, cool. This, <laughs> But it's, it's seeing those things in you just are like, wow, he got it. So now when you leave and go off, I know you got it. So I think just having you know, just being able to see that kind of stuff in your child before they get ready to transition and leave home and also having the different perspectives to give them makes a difference. So I'm grateful that you have both pieces and you use both pieces well. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> you have um another avenue you want to go down? No, man, I think that was, that, that was pretty... um. Extensive and it covered a lot. Yeah, that was a good summary. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I mean, that whole mother's perspective, whole Mother's Day, and advice from the mother. How about that? <laughs> well, yeah. Um, any last words from our guest? Thank you for allowing me to be here with you once again. I appreciate it. Thank you, Father, mm-hmm. for being a wonderful father to my son. And thank you, son, for growing up in your father's footsteps and now taking on your own path mm-hmm. and being great at it. I guess that was interesting. <laughs> I guess I'll take that. Yes. Thanks for being on. I enjoyed it. Thank you. One podcast. One podcast. Between you and me. Between you and me. Holla. Holla. Holla.